Welcome to another edition of my podcast and today something slightly different. I'm joined by my colleague Ben Wilson who teaches AAA. Now there's a great overlap between SBR and AAA and I know a number of you will be thinking about doing AAA. So let me first of all introduce Ben. Oh no, Ben, introduce yourself please. Thanks Tom. Um, actually, I'm going to say first of all, Tom and I have recorded lots together lot on our Cruel World um, podcast and YouTube channel. Tom always messes up the introduction, always. And we end up doing it three or four times. That is the first time Tom has nailed the introduction. So, boom, we're off to a great start. Uh, so, my name is Ben Wilson. Uh, I'm the ACCA's expert tutor for auditing. So if you've ever looked at any of the ACCA's free resources they put out there, it's me recording those and producing a lot of that content. And the reason ACCA work with me is because I've got a wealth of experience in practice as an auditor. So I worked at KPMG for four or five years in London, and I've been teaching auditing for the last 15 years or so, initially at Kaplan and First Intuition, and I now work at FME alongside Tom, where we coach students uh, through in, in, in small sort of personalised, tailored groups to give them the best chance of passing the exam. Well, that's very comprehensive. Thank you, Ben. Um, isn't audit boring, though? I mean, that's what everyone thinks, isn't it? Don't you find audit boring? I mean, I did when I was doing it. <laughs> and so as a junior auditor, my first couple of years, all I did is like real grunt work where you're agreeing one invoice to another number and ticking i did a lot of ticking i was amazing at ticking in red and green and lots of neat referencing my god it was dull and that was my first couple of years actually as i moved up and you start managing audits and having a relationship with more senior people at the client and getting a real understanding of the whole business actually i found it much more interesting but really obviously not obviously obviously not interesting enough for you to still be pursuing a career in being an auditor ben let's be honest you prefer teaching don't you you're absolutely right so i much prefer talking about it rather than doing it now there is satisfaction in auditing right you are providing a vital public service you are allowing users of financial statements to make credible decisions based on the numbers because you're saying these numbers you can trust them you can trust them because me as the auditor someone independent has been in and checked that these numbers are materially correct so there is a kind of public good around it but um, look look ben ben you're talking about the job of being an auditor i want you to talk about the exam the AAA audit exam. Do you have to be an auditor in order to do the AAA exam? Absolutely not. So uh, I would say 90 to 95% of my AAA students do not work in practice as an auditor and have never worked in practice as an auditor. And I have, to, I have, a, similar, I have a similar thing with SBR, you know. Not everyone is a finance director or a wannabe finance director because ACCA students come from all backgrounds. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when I have conversations with students about, should I do this paper because I don't work in audit? Well, what we're doing with the audit exam 
is your it's a game right you're learning how to play the exam game and the rules of the game are set by the AAA examiner and the subject matter is all about auditing but it's a really practical exam it's testing your auditing skills and exam technique skills and so it's actually as a paper to study and as a paper to write exam answers for it's actually a really interesting paper so being an auditor i would say having been one pretty dull <laughs> right doing the exam like studying the exam for audit i've taught i mean over the years i've taught most of the acca papers I find AAA the most interesting questions to do because they're genuine practical challenges. That's interesting. That's interesting. So, so you enjoy the you and you pass on that enjoyment to your students, no doubt. But when I look at the um, when I look at the ACCA pass rates, they're pretty low for the optional papers overall, and sometimes they're they're really quite bad for AAA, aren't they? Yeah, I mean. AAA normally wins the Ugly Duckling Prize. It normally has the worst pass rate of any of the exam papers at any level of the ACCA qualification. So in June 22, so that's the most recent exam sitting uh, as we're recording this podcast, the pass rate was 31%. And you think about who's taking that exam, right? It's people who have passed 10, 11, 12 ACCA exams and then they do AAA. So these people are ACCA exam experts, and yet only three out of 10 of them pass. So uh, that might put you off, right? If you are a student thinking, should I pick this paper? You might look at it and go, Ooh, the pass rate is dreadful. I'm not touching that one. And what I'd encourage you to do is, well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you why the pass rate is so low. Most students attempt this paper by memorizing the textbook, and trying to rote learn previous examiner answers and write what the examiner wrote in previous answers. But that does not work at all for this paper. It doesn't. It, that that, that doesn't work for SBR either. I mean, that's that's a that's a generic. That's a good, valid, generic point. You and I are yeah. on the same page in that regard. Definitely. Um, but there's very few marks. I know in SBR, you get marks for demonstrating your technical knowledge. There's technical, technical stuff. There's a lot of technical of stuff the, in yeah, SBR. Of the financial reporting sure, standard. Sure. So if you understand the accounting for, I don't know, hedge, some, some complicated financial instruments, and you demonstrate an understanding, you get marks. In audit, they don't give you any marks for demonstrating your technical knowledge of auditing. Uh, what they give you marks for is taking things from the scenario and explaining them in the context of the question very very few marks for anything technical and students really struggle to make that shift over to a different style of exam there's also no numbers right very few marks for, for numbers and a lot of students rely on numbers for, for calculation marks but this is an exam that if you know what you're doing and you've got the right techniques it's actually very manageable to pass so for my students for the june 22 exam sitting i mentioned that the overall global pass rate was 31 percent my official ACCA pass rate for that sitting was 81%. And that's because I'm giving my students great advice and then they take that advice and work really hard. They get loads of tailored feedback from me on all of the assignments that I take in. So I take in about 400 marks worth of assignments across the course and give really detailed, constructive feedback on how to improve the answers. And it really, really works. That's why my pass rate is so high. Do you achieve that pass rate because you only take on students from P3 
PwC, KPMG, or do you have an open open house strategy? It's a completely open course. So the majority of my students are English as a second language. So they're not native English speakers, which makes the exam harder for them. And about 40% of my students are resitters. So they failed the AAA exam uh, with another provider, um, and then they come to me for tailored support. And so I'm, I'm not starting with... Uh, people that you would go, oh, they're going to score 70% in this exam, even if they didn't get any support. You know, most of my students score in the 50s you know, because they've had, they've worked hard and they've had great advice to get them over the over the line. And I, I've, I've said this before to you, Ben, I do get a peculiar satisfaction out of a student who does get marks in the 50s because I feel we've added the value to get them across the line it's fantastic when students win prizes and they get marks in the 70s and 80s but those those students would have passed almost uh if they'd studied independently but look i have a 10 minute rule on my podcast and we're we're running up against that have you got one last closing thought for people thinking about doing triple a yeah um timing right a big part of the AAA exam, about maybe 10, perhaps even 15 marks across the, uh, the, the AAA paper, rely on your financial reporting knowledge. And so if you are thinking about doing AAA, the best time to do it is immediately after SBR because your financial reporting knowledge from SBR will be as sharp as possible and you'll need to draw on that for the AAA exam. And I can absolutely echo that sentiment there is a correlation there is a there is an overlap between SBR and AAA because in AAA as I understand it you're often being asked the accounting implications of stuff you've just studied so it's it's, it's a very natural progression on thank, thank you very much Ben and uh, if you want to know more information about how to pass SBR about how to pass AAA, then please reach out to me, Tom Clendon, or reach out to me, Ben Wilson. You can find my podcast about AAA. You can find me on YouTube. Just Google ACCA Ben Wilson AAA and you'll find me very easily. Thank you very much. Until next time, everybody, please don't forget to like and subscribe.